Hi, and welcome to the Frugal Debt-Free Life podcast. I'm your host, Lydia Sin. And eight years ago, my family and I became debt-free. And I like to talk about the ins and outs and the ups and downs of managing your personal finances because money, much like life, is messy and life rarely fits inside of a cash envelope. So if you're ready to have an honest, non-judgmental discussion about personal finances, then you have come to the right place. Today, we're going to talk about budget burnout. When you maybe have been trekking along on your debt-free journey for a while and you just start to feel like it is never going to come to a conclusion, you are never going to see success, you're never going to meet your goals. And this, this is not an uncommon feeling. Budget burnout is not an uncommon feeling, particularly if you follow a lot of debt-free accounts or listen to a lot of debt-free podcasts. And so I just want to speak to you because it's really easy to look at what someone else is doing and feel inadequate and to feel like you're failing, but you're not. And that's why it's really important to swim in your own lane. Have you ever watched the Olympics? and watch those swimmers in the Summer Olympics and how incredible they are. And one thing that you may notice is that as they're swimming, they're not peeking their head up and looking around and seeing what the people in the lane next to them are doing. I get this message a lot from people saying, I'm tired of budgeting, I'm tired of living frugally, I'm tired of pinching pennies and tracking dollars, and I'm exhausted and... I've felt that way before. Sometimes I still feel that way. Even though we're debt-free, there's always a new goal. There's always something to be saving for, something to be working toward. And lately, with the constant rising prices, I have felt that way because we've had to let we've had to let some things go, you know, and that's hard. But I remember one day I my husband was standing in the kitchen and I came in here and I said, Aren't you tired of trying to save money and budget? for every dollar. And he didn't even take a second to answer a resounding yes. (laughs) It's like the budgeting equivalent of senioritis. You know what I mean? When you're a senior in high school or a senior in college and it gets to be March and you know you only got like eight weeks left of school and you think, what's the point? I've learned everything that I can learn. The sun is shining. The days are longer. It's hot outside. And I want to run through the sprinkler and not be an adult and not think about money and numbers, and investing, and 401ks, and putting money in my kid's college account, and making sure that all of our bills are covered, and saving for the unknown, because there's always the unknown, but that's not reality. The reality is if you want to build your emergency fund, or get out of debt, or plan for your future, you have to continue to budget and make good financial choices. So here are a few tips that maybe will help you. Let go of the things that save money, but not time. So for me, this was clipping coupons. I said it. I just said it out loud. There just reached a point where the amount of time I was spending did not equal the amount of money I was saving clipping coupons. I still do use cash app, cash back apps like Abata, Flues, um, Fetch, and I will link all of those below because I think they're all three great apps that save me hundreds of dollars a year, but clipping coupons no longer served me. And my friend Marissa Lida, she is my friend on YouTube and Instagram. She has a channel where she talks about personal finance, 
But she talked about this the other day that she realized she could save 20 cents a gallon on milk if she went to Costco. But it just didn't seem worth it to her to drive all the way across town just to pick up milk. Plus, you get a factor in. It's actually more than you're not actually saving anything because you're paying for a Costco membership, right? We have a Sam's membership and I love it, but it doesn't save us any money because we have to factor in the cost of the membership. But that's a different conversation for a different day. But I realized running to multiple grocery stores to save money doesn't actually save me money if I'm one, paying for gas and gas prices are insane, or two, spending so much time doing that that it's taking away from time that I could be spending with my family, resting, or working, working that makes me actual money. So I let go of a lot of things that may have saved money, but not time. I started to dread them. I started to resent them and it just was no longer worth it. And there are things that I still don't enjoy doing, but I know it's important. I don't enjoy cooking. I don't enjoy meal planning, but I do it because it saves me money. Oh, speaking of meal planning, I'm going to tell you about a little affiliate program I'm a part of called Eat at Home, and it's a meal planning service, and you pay a little fee, and then they have varying, like you can do a monthly, a quarterly, or an annual subscription, and right now their annual subscriptions are on sale, and so it's $59 for a year's worth of meals planned. So, I mean, you still have to go grocery shopping and buy the ingredients and cook, but the planning is done for you. And you get these great color-coded meal plans. You know, it's color-coded in the grocery store, so you know that everything in red goes with one meal and everything in blue goes to another meal. And I found that when I use it, the meal planning is definitely easier because I'm not having to do it, but I'm not wasting food because I'm only buying like exactly what's on that plan. And there are four plans available. You get access to all of them. There is a sugar-free, flour-free one. That's what we use because my husband does the autoimmune protocol. We have There's a slow cooker slash instant pot one, a traditional, and then a whole foods plant-based. And so you get access to all of the meal plans. So you can choose the one that's your favorite or you can mix and match. I will leave a link in the show notes where if you want to sign up right now, it's 30% off through Friday, April 22nd. So you have, oh, sorry, you have a whole 24 hours to use this, but check it out and see if it works for you. Okay. So my next tip for when you feel the budget burnout is to set small goals. What's the end game here? Really think about it. What do you want? Is it to get out of debt? Great. That's a great goal. That's my favorite, but it's a little too general. (laughs) So instead say, I want to pay off all of my student loans in the next two years, or I want to pay off 50% of my car payment this year. Instead of a big goal that's kind of vague, make it more specific. So I want to put an extra $50 this month towards this debt, or I want to put an extra $50 towards my credit cards, whatever it is set yourself some micro goals. You get a little win. You get a little bit more specific about what you want. It just makes life easier. Number three, don't do what others are doing. It is not a competition to see who can save the most money. 
your friend might be the coupon queen. She may make her own laundry detergent and feed her family all organic for $50 a week. Just y'all, just, that's a joke. But she is not you. And it is not a competition to see who can be the most frugal or to save the most money. Find what works for your family and do it. I have several friends who love spreadsheets. My friend Carly from Debt Free Mom, she'll be on here soon. She loves spreadsheets, raves about them, sells some of them. Jason's the same way. In fact, we have a free budget by paycheck spreadsheet that you can grab in the show notes. He loves spreadsheets. I hate them. I hate them so much. Just thinking about it makes me angry. I don't know why. Just thinking about a spreadsheet makes me so mad. Find what works for you and don't worry about what others are doing. If it's a pen and paper, if it's an app like you need a budget, whatever it is, just do what works for you. Number four, reevaluate your system. I'm all about systems. I love a system. I sound like the home edit ladies, but it's a system. For a long time, we used a composition notebook to track our spending. And then Jason started traveling for work and we had two children under the age of two. And he was no longer home to balance our budget, and we needed to come up with another tool. So we started using an app-based budget so that we could plug in our items right away at the gas station, at the grocery store, when we paid our bills. And we knew when our system was no longer working, it was time to develop a new way of doing things. Because just because something has worked for you in one season, in one day, in one time, doesn't mean it's going to work for you forever. And that's okay. Okay, so that's it. I would love to connect with you and you can tell me some ways that you beat budget burnout. You can find me on frugaldebtfreelife.com backslash podcast where you will find this episode and every episode that you might have missed along the way. You can also connect with me on Instagram. I am at Lydia Sin and I'm at Lydia Sin on TikTok as well. So I'd love to connect with you there. Thank you to every single one of you who has left a review. That is how people find this show. Thank you. If you are listening on Apple Podcast or on Spotify, you can swipe over the artwork and leave a review. So shout out to a few of our recent five-star reviewers like Wit B. Thank you. Sissy62. Thank you. Friend of the pod, MA. You're the best. Thank you all for leaving such lovely reviews. And thank you, every single one of you who took the time to listen to today's show. I appreciate you. Thank you so much for being here. And I will talk to you soon.